Greetings, SAG-AFTRA Union supporters, and welcome to Tune Out. This will be a podcast that replaces Stay Doomed during the strike because we support unions. Yeah. I am your host, TV's Noah, joined as always by Laura Prince. Yeah, we are in solidarity with SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Guild of America, which are both still striking as of recording. Uh, Although it sounds like the studios are finally interested in coming back to the table, although that might not be for entirely uh, altruistic reasons. I mean, it's not going to be for... If it was for altruistic reasons, we wouldn't be in this situation. Well, they're stalling out some contracts. They're trying to... They're waiting until they can evoke force majeure and cancel some first look deals. Oh, fun. That's why it's suddenly Mm. August 1st, and they're suddenly like, oh, well, maybe we'll talk. So... Just real quick before we jump into the episode, just to explain what we're doing here. Uh, We have been uh, asked by the unions to not do watch-along podcasts of struck work. Yes. This does mean that we could cover things that are not struck work, non-union, things like Dropout, YouTube, things overseas. But things like Dropout are also participating in the strike despite being non-union. we talked about doing British TV and stuff, but you know what I watched that I can talk about? Hmm. I watched an Eye Patch Wolf video. Yeah. Uh, and he was counting down his top ten things of the summer. Yes. And one of the things he was talking about was he was like, this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. It reminds me of this show, this show, and coming out later this year, and it cut to a white screen, or, or a black screen with white te- text that said... Uh, I do not feel comfortable promoting movies due, due to the strike. And that's a British YouTuber. Yes. So you know what? Rather than trying to find a loophole so we can continue to do the show, we're going to stop doing the show and uh, stand in solidarity with the unions and uh, put out something a little different. We had talked about covering the history of strikes this week, and we may still do that, but I... Uh, I'm going to need to do a bit more tap dancing because a lot of my initial research, I realized talks a lot about projects that were affected Yeah. because that's what I find deeply interesting. I had a lot of, my information was essentially in two avenues. One was in each strike, what was being um, strike, striked over. Uh, Struckenden? Struckenden? What were the big uh, issues of each strike? And the other thing I would find was what major works were affected by each strike. Mm-hmm. Now, we keep using the phrase struck work, and I want to define that for our listeners, especially okay. if they didn't. Uh, we don't mean stuff that is currently affected by the strike. Mm-hmm. A struck production, because you know we only cover things that have already been canceled, Uh, At the end of every play or musical, what happens? Strike. Strike, exactly. It's when you tear down the set, you put the costumes away, you put the props back, what have you, so on and so forth. And that is what they're calling any complete production. It's not wrapped, Mm -hmm. because wrapped often implies it's finished but not released. Yeah. Struck is, it's done. It's been released, it's Mm -hmm. all... It's all out there. So we didn't feel great about the fact that most of the research we had did also heavily discuss struck work. Yeah. 
Like, like for example, uh, someone in our uh, Patreon chat uh, knew that we were going to talk about striking, which we're not really going to do much longer because this episode's actually going to be about Taskmaster. Uh, but one of the things that they sent me was the episode about the Canada strike from South Park. And I was like, ooh, I'll watch this and discuss that. And I was like, wait, no. That's a completed episode. Probably shouldn't do that. Right. So instead, what we're going to do is instead of dissecting completed things, we are going to head over the pond and we're going to talk about one of our favorite shows, Taskmaster. And this is a game me and Laura like to play all the time. Yes. Where we take a property... And then we cast Taskmaster. So what we do is we get, we take the property, we t- pick five contestants, and then we pick a little Alex Horn and a Taskmaster. Yeah, and this is just a lighthearted, silly thing. Taskmaster is English, uh, so it's actually not in the same union rules. Yeah. Because I was doing a lot of research uh, I ended up researching the British Union rules. Okay. Uh, based on the strike. And essentially, uh, it was every conceivable situation they could think of. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I'm a member of Screen Actors Guild, but I'm currently on a theater contract in England? It said, like, you're you're on a theater contract. Yeah, you're fine. Go away. <laughs> so I asked our lovely patrons to give us some properties, and we're going to work our way through them and cast them for your entertainment. So let's start with the Muppets, because this is one we've discussed many times. Little Alex Horn is Little Alex Horn. See, yeah, this, there's a good argument, I think, to just keep one human and keep Little Alex Horn. Yeah. It's such a good scooter spot, though. Yeah, I could see that. I I kind of feel like it's... It, little Alex Horn maybe would be the Taskmaster, and Scooter would be his assistant? Oh, no, no, no. We have a perfect Taskmaster. Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle is a good pick, but that is not who I was thinking of. Oh, who are you thinking of? Uncle Deadly. I love him. I love him so much. Uncle Deadly would be a perfect Taskmaster. That kind of like, he's got that air of panache and prestige. He's a perfect Taskmaster. I love him so much. Yeah. So who who would you have as a contestant? Um, I think Kermit. Kermit would be in that like Josh Whittacombe, mm-hmm. John Richardson, like that normal guy. Especially they had in the very, in the first seasons, there was always like one relatively normal guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're watching season 14 and it's been really entertaining watching uh, John, the least successful normal guy ever. Yeah, he's very unsuccessful at this show. So I would definitely say him. Okay. I would definitely say Animal. Animal! I didn't think of Animal. You need that chaotic one. You need someone who's going to be Morgana. Oh, they're both from season 12. Season 12 is chaos. Yeah. Uh, but you need that, like, real chaotic person. Mm. I, hadn't, I hadn't considered Animal. He's not going to be good at the talk show part, though. I mean, he doesn't need to be. Okay, okay. 
See, I, I have two, I think, must-includes. Okay, who are they? I think you gotta include Fozzie. I was gonna say Fozzie. Because you need, like, the comedian. And then I think you have to include Piggy. That kind of, like, diva-esque. I mean, this is very... I You know what? Sub out Animal, sub in Gonzo. Okay. That person who's going to do every task... In a completely bizarre, different way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go- yeah. Gonzo's a good pick. That like lateral thinking, like he's gonna solve it, but he's going to do something you completely had not con- like conceived of. Mm-hmm. I think the other possible task. I love Uncle Deadly. Don't get me wrong, but like Statler and Waldorf seem born for it. To, oh, to work to together as the taskmasters? Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that's really good. I mean, when you picture them, they, if you picture them in your mind's eye, they're sitting in a theater not unlike the taskmaster set. That is true. Ooh, sorry, Uncle Deadly. I think you're right. Yeah. You gotta go with And you know I hate to do that yeah. to my boy. And then maybe Bunsen Honeydew? For the fifth contestant? Mm, see, mm, Bunsen and Honeydew is a very good shout. But you couldn't have both of them. It would have to just be Bunsen and Honeydew. I think, I think what we do to fix this, since you, you're willing to, tr- to compromise and get rid of your favorite for Statler and Waldorf, if they're the Taskmaster, I think we get rid of Scooter as little Alex Horn, and that's the Fozzie role. No. Fozzie's not a good little Alex Horn. But he's a good getting abused by Sattler and Waldorf. Yeah, I, just, I don't think that's the fit for him. No, you still think it should be Scooter? I think Fozzie would have too much of an ego and try to be like trying to make it about like him doing okay. bits, okay. which Alex doesn't do. Okay. Alex is the butt of the joke on purpose, which is definitely more of Scooter's role. Okay. All right. So we have Kermit, we have Piggy, we have Fozzie, and we have uh, Gonzo. Yeah. I think I, I want that last one to not be in the like central ones. I want to yeah, Bobo. I, I think what I was going to say is I think it either needs to be a Rizzo the Rat type puppet. Rizzo, not Pepe. Not Pepe. Or it should be a big suit puppet. Bobo is a good shout. I love Bobo. I think it might be better to kind of also bring back that animal energy if it's Sweetums. Done. All right, there you go. That's your Muppet Taskmaster. Sweetums is my favorite part of Muppet Vision 3D. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good to watch like one little kid freak out when he shows up. <laughs> Hollywood Studios is my favorite park for scaring children. Oh yeah, it's a good one for that. Uh, so suggested by our patrons, YouTubers. YouTubers. It's a toughie. Uh, I'm gonna... Uh, that fi- Figuring out a Taskmaster, I think, is tough. No, it's not. Or are you thinking MatPat? I... Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like he lacks the prestige. Do you to, think he's more in the Alex Horn role? Maybe Joey Graceffa is the Taskmaster. Joey Graceffa is a good shout. I was actually thinking maybe a Mark Rober, but he might be a better contestant.
Winston. I, w- I think I would want to see him problem solve. Yeah, yeah, because he's an engineer. That's true. Uh, like, I'm trying to think who is, like, top-tier elder YouTuber. The Taskmaster should be Jenna Marbles. I wanted her as a contestant. Oh, okay. All right. I actually, I had her. I had not forgotten you, Jenna. <laughs> all right. All right. So we'll throw Mark Rober. Unless yeah. Taskmaster's assistant is Julian Salamita. <laughs> if it was Jenna and Julian. <laughs> the, hmm. Alternately, but, Sophia and Tyler. Sophia and Ta- Sophia. Oh, wait, is- Sophia as the taskmaster. Matt Pat is the taskmaster's assistant. Okay, okay, I'm behind this. Yeah, I'm behind this one. I, like I love this. Sophia Nygaard. So then we got Mark Rober and we got Jenna Marbles. Jenna Marbles sure. as uh, as contestants. This is also going to out which YouTubers we watch. Yeah, Markiplier. Yeah, we could throw Mark in there. I mean, yeah, because of like the the Unis Anus stuff. Who's honest? Honest, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, you know, he, he can do like the stunt thing. Uh, it's, it's, it makes sense to do a Mr. Beast cause he always does the challenges, but I kind of just don't want to do Mr. Beast. I don't really want to do Mr. Beast either. Um, I enjoyed like some of his content, but I think a lot of his content, his editors do a lot of great work. Yeah. And I think Jimmy alone is not going to, to Pull it off the way we'd hope. And there's a lot of YouTubers I enjoy but don't think would be a good... Like, I don't think Drew Gooden would be a great fit. Maybe he would. <laughs> Maybe he would. But, like... And I, but if I was going to watch somebody from, like, that group, I think Eddie Burback. Eddie Burback. Because he'd have good. that, like, that miserable guy. You know, sometimes there's just, like, a person on Taskmaster who's just miserable. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I... Ooh. I, I have an interesting... Put thing. him on a team with... In the team tasks. He's with Jenna Marbles. Picture that. <laughs> I, I do have have an interesting pick that you might not be super familiar with, but he's he's a really good pick, in my opinion. Vsauce. Michael here. He's, like, super analytic. But not in that, like, uh, engineer way. That I think he would bring something very interesting to the table. I was going to say maybe Super Eyepatch Wolf. Super Eyepatch Wolf might fill that role a little bit. You know what? Yeah, because he, he has that, like, British yelling moment breakdown thing he does. Yeah, he he's Joe Thomas in season eight. Yeah. All right, all right. We'll, we'll give it to Eyepatch Wolf instead. So we have Eyepatch Wolf, Jenna, Mark Rober. Yeah. Eddie Burbeck? We went with Eddie instead. Yeah, Eddie. And then... I'd like another female YouTuber, if possible. Yeah, it would have to be... Hmm. Who would be good for this role? There's, like, entire chunks of YouTube I don't really spend time in. Like, I don't spend a lot of time in beauty YouTube. Yeah. Like, I, was thinking, I was trying to think if there's a good, like, beauty YouTuber I know or, like, just you suck at cooking's hands. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm realizing how many YouTubers I'm like, I don't even know what their face looks like. The Defunct Land Expedition Everest Yesterworld. Yeah, I don't know what any of those yeah, people like, look like. Uh, Jaden? Jaden would be fun. I Jaden's a good chap. Jaden Animations? Yeah. So I was trying to save a spot for you, Babish, <laughs> but it wasn't to be had. 
No. And sorry, Markiplier, you got you got pushed out during that. You did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But I think because Jaden would have the like because she does those challenges, so she's tenacious. Mm-hmm. But she's also like very good at. The comedy of like when the challenge goes wildly wrong. Yeah, and what are what are the teams? For Ooh, this one? the teams. Uh, Mark, Jenna, and Eddie. Okay. And then the other team, then by default, would be Jaden and I Patchwolf. Jaden and I Patchwolf, and I really like that team. <laughs> and I like the idea that that team is like actually fairly functioning yeah and then meanwhile (laughs) (laughs) like jaden and i patch wolf are like getting it done Mm -hmm. and then meanwhile (laughs) yes all right time for a girl power round yeah it's disney princesses Ooh. all right the taskmaster is tiana because she's the only one who can hold down a job uh no i guess Mm. mulan Mulan is the Taskmaster? Mulan's the most serious, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm only counting, like, no Elsa. Oh, well. I, we're going to have an argument, I think. Because there, there's, there's, there's a person who is very important to be a contestant in my eye that I'm saving. But she's not going to be in the, like... I'm only... Con- Define your terms by Disney princesses. Uh, okay, because I want this person to be... A contestant, because I think she's going to bring a different energy than any other princess would be. My criteria is any princess that appears in the princess room in Ralph Breaks the Internet. I accept your terms because you want Vanellope. I want Vanellope. Vanellope is like the only like tomboyish kind of character. Because I thought you were going to argue for Anna. No, I am not arguing and for Anna at all. I going to start some I'm actually um, I think, I think we can knock out the original three princesses. Like, I don't think any of them are involved in I, this. I was thinking, like, Snow White for, like, the classic. Like, the old guard representative. I feel like we don't need the old guard representative, because oh, right. the three of them are boring. Um... So I'm just I'm thinking through. Uh, if we're including anyone in the princess room, I almost think Elsa for the Taskmaster because she's the most like stiff. Okay. Um, she is the only queen. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's why I was originally not going to count her. Mm-hmm. And then the assistant, you kind of need someone. I I think that's a maybe a spot for Rapunzel. Rapunzel. That kind of like madcap. No, no, because Alex Horn is like chill. Rapunzel's yeah. a contestant. Rapunzel's involved. Yeah, I think Rapunzel's um, a good contestant as well. I, I keep like I keep refreshing my brain for a little Alex Horn. And I keep coming back to Jasmine, but I don't think that's the best idea. No, like there's not a good Alex Horn princess. Yeah, you, I, it might be Elsa and Anna. Like that might be Elsa and Anna might make the most sense. Yeah. And then contestant Tiana for sure. Tiana's resourceful. Yeah, she's also like one of she's my second favorite princess after Rapunzel. So mm-hmm. I'm always like gonna find a spot for Tiana. Tiana and Rapunzel for sure. Yeah, Penelope, Belle. Why Belle? 
Because I, I feel like you need the, like, kind of, like, book smart one. I feel like she'd end up in, like, the mm. Victoria Corin Mitchell. Like, she's very book smart, but things just go awry for her. Okay. All right. Um, Belle's an interesting choice. And then... I, I have a toss-up for who I think is that last spot to go to. Okay. Well, that I have, I guess, a toss-up between... I would drop three. Belle for Mulan if it came to it. I was going to say, like, I feel like you need the real athlete. Yeah. So I think it's between Mulan and Merida. I want to give it to Mulan. I want to give it to because Mulan Because Mulan well. does so much problem-solving in her film. Mm-hmm. Like, she causes the avalanche. She lights the fireworks. Like... Mulan is playing, like, Taskmaster the whole time. Yeah. Like. I was thinking maybe. Uh, eliminate the Hun army. Least collateral damage wins. <laughs> I was thinking maybe uh, uh, Moana, but I feel like she's too powerful. <laughs> I was actually thinking unfair. about how many tasks have involved water in the last yeah. couple seasons. <laughs> it seems unfair. So it would be Rapunzel, Tiana... Mulan, yes. Vanellope. Vanellope. There is that fifth one. I'm not married to it being Belle. Okay. I'm just... Jasmine could be fun. Jasmine's like very... Jasmine would be the one who argues with the Taskmaster. Yeah. Because she's very strong-willed. That rebellious kind of, yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. All right. I dig it. I dig it. I like that you immediately want to get rid of Anna and Elsa and they are the Taskmaster and the Taskmaster assistant. Well, I was, I was going with like in the Disney princess like official group, mm. which neither of them are. Okay. And neither is a Vanellope. So that's why I was like not counting them. But mm. when you said you wanted Vanellope and used the people in the princess room, that was when I was like, okay, I accept those terms then. Okay. Uh, hosts of Stay Doomed shows. Okay, well that... Oh! I was like, there's only two of us. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, sh- people who hosted Stay Doomed shows that we covered. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I have my little Alex Horn immediately. Yeah, it's little Alex Horn. Have we covered Taskmaster? We did U.S. Taskmaster. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, drat. <laughs> drat indeed. Yeah, no Luke Tipple for you. No, it's not who I was thinking. Let's make Little Alex Horn the Taskmaster. Okay. (laughs) So Little Alex Horn could be Counselor Bobby. Oh! (laughs) I I feel like... Why hasn't he been on Taskmaster? Yeah, I'm actually like... (laughs) I feel like Bobby Mayer is inevitable. Yeah, Bobby Mayer on Taskmaster when... (laughs) Yeah, seriously, Bobby Mare on Taskmaster when? <laughs> for contestants, I will throw Matt Pat the bone. Yay, good for Matt Pat. Um, I'm like thinking through the reality show tier list. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking mostly like hosts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like either Luke Tipple... Or Dermot needs to be on this list. Oh, God. Dermot was the phone, right? No, no. no. That was the operator. Who oh. I also think... Ooh, that might be the Taskmaster. The oh, because he's only calling in? <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the operator. I love that. Yes. Um, 
Oh, Dermot's shattered. Yeah. That's right. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking Dermot just because he did stay up for a day and complain. So we know what he's like. Dermot. Doing a thing. Gary Busey. Ga- oh, of course, Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, absolutely, Gary Busey. Uh, uh, oh, for John sure. Mayer. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting weird. John Mayer. All right. Dermot, and, Gary Busey, John Mayer, Matt Pat. Yes. And, there are not a lot of women who host shows. And, well, I, it's got to be uh, the the White Witch from Mad Mad Fiona. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Done. And just to be clear, the operator is the taskmaster. And little Alex Horn, Horn is little Alex Horn. Oh, oh no, Bobby Bear. Bobby. You're right. <laughs> we cut little Alex, little Alex Horn out of this. Out of his own show. <laughs> Oh, and joke that was very important that we forgot to make is during the Muppets episode, they do the thing where they have a challenge with the Swede, and it's the Swedish chef. Yay! <laughs> it's very important that we got that done. Uh, AEW wrestlers. Specifically AEW All right. I know who the Taskmaster's assistant is, but I don't know who the Taskmaster is. Okay, who do you got? The assistant's RJ City. Oh, it's 100% RJ City. Yeah, like the Taskmaster's assistant is RJ City done over no questions. Hmm. Orange Cassidy is definitely a contestant. He's 100% a contestant. He's very important that he's a contestant. Uh, I think Chris Jericho's a contestant. I was going to say Chris Jericho is a possible Taskmaster. Oh, that's a good... He's got that like respect and ethos of being... He's like the old guard, professional. I have a weird choice for the Taskmaster. How about Samoa Joe? Just that like good stone face, large presence. Okay. Wendy. (laughs) All right. I I can see that. I think Joe. I really would like it to be Joe. Because there's so much they could do with. Just these looks mm-hmm. where he just looks at RJ City like he's gonna kill him. Yeah. So Orange Cassidy is definitely a contestant. Yeah. Willow Nightingale. Ooh, Willow. Yeah, I think Willow. she'd fall in that like like I when I say she's like Charlotte Ritchie, I don't mean in her performance of tasks, because I would not say that of someone. But like that cheerful like mm-hmm. like like Fern in season yeah. 14, Rose Matafeo in season nine, that like very, I'm here to have fun. Um, Mel? Yes. Oh no, I'm thinking of Carrie. I think I'm thinking of Carrie. Which one's Bosch? Bosch. Yeah, that's Carrie. Yeah, something of Carrie. That like, she's just having fun. Mm-hmm. Like she's, and I like that Carrie and Charlotte, Charlotte did really poorly, Carrie did really well. Mm-hmm. But that like, that just, like, Willow is just positive and happy and, like, she's there to have some fun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was going to put Chris Statlander. Okay. Because she's an alien <laughs> as a contestant. Uh, I thought of someone that I might want instead of Joe. I know I just made a really good case for Joe. All right. But Britt Baker. I like Joe better. You like Joe better? Okay. Because I don't see her as a contestant. No. Um, I'm trying to think of who, 
Like, there's also my bias where I'm like, Adam Page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would he be a good contestant? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, it's... It I would, just like him. I feel like it would be funny for an episode to have MJF, and then that would get old, because he just wouldn't do anything. I think Adam Cole would actually be a good shout, though. Adam Cole, yeah. I could see him being an Ian or a, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Uh, James Acaster? Not, not James Acaster. Oh. Who's the one that, like, runs the podcast? Ed Gamble. Ed Gamble. Like, the super into it. Like, I've come to play. Yes. Uh, I could totally see that being good for Adam Which would Cole. be fun because it would juxtapose Orange Cassidy. Yes. So we got Orange Cassidy, Adam Cole, Chris Statlander, Willow Nightingale. And we need one more. We need someone who's like... Well, I guess Chris Statlander's like weird. Yeah, Chris Statlander is very much an oddball. So we have Orange Cassidy who's in that like Jamali bucket of like... He's going to do surprisingly well considering the amount of effort mm-hmm. he puts in. Like, I think about Jamali with the wallet task. Yeah. Where he just finds the receipt. Ooh. That's Orange Cassidy to me. Ooh. I, I think I got it. Okay. I think it's Keith Lee. Oh, he's so... He's just like... Him and Willow are a team. And he's totally the team. That's right. He and Willow are a team and they're just having a good day. <laughs> yeah. And the other team is just imploding. Because Orange well, doesn't Because it's Adam Cole with with Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander being an alien. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, I think that's it. I do still like Jericho as the Taskmaster. I like that RJ City was not even remotely up for debate. No, RJ City's really good. Like, I, I could see doing the Britt Baker reboot, not Rebel. Possible thing. Taskmaster instead? Mm. Renee Paquette with RJ as the assistant. Ooh. I know she's not a wrestler. Yeah, I, I but I think a big part of like the little Alex Horn thing is that like the Taskmaster is physically intimidating in comparison. Yeah, but have you seen Renee Paquette and RJ City interact? That is true. Like he is losing to her every time. Yeah, I, I might have to flip a coin on that one. We we don't have to. We can just <laughs> say both are good ideas. Both are good ideas. Done. Yeah. Uh, food mascots. Food mascots. Mr. Peanut's the Taskmaster. Mr. Peanut! He just looks like the Taskmaster. The fact that you pulled that out immediately <laughs> is, is incredible. Incredible's a word. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, uh, a, a food mascot that is always getting the raw deal. Trick's Rabbit. Trick's Rabbit was exactly what I was going to say. That's your little Alex Horn is Trick's Rabbit. All right. For contestants, the king from Burger King. He doesn't speak, though. But he's terrifying. Right, but that, that's a good grimace spot. Yeah, but like, the Hamburglar. But he doesn't speak, he just goes rabble, rabble. <laughs> rabble, 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 rabble. Is that what that's from? Yes, that's the Hamburglar. Laura just like <laughs> unlocked the key memory. I did. Uh, often in my friend group in school, that would just happen. People would go rubble, 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 rubble. And I just never knew that it was the Hamburglar. <laughs> so that's going well for me. All right. I don't want Grimace. You don't want Grimace? No. He's too weird. 
No, it's just that seems like we're leaning into the zeitgeist too hard. Okay, okay, that's fine. Burger King. You want the Burger King, the silent plastic face. Yes. All right. I mean, you could have Ronald. You could have Wendy. Wendy! No, I... I... All right, sticking with it. I want to point out that there's been a lot of ones I'm not sure I've agreed with that I've been like, I'm not going to die on this hill. Like, would I have picked Chris Statlander? No, probably not. All right. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, like, not fight Noah tooth and nail at every turn. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile... Burger King it is. It's not like that's the fifth one and you have an alternate idea. <laughs> No, you're fighting me tooth and nail on the first person. I'm just saying he doesn't speak. Fight me. I am! That's what's happening currently! She's shaking her head. Chester Cheetah. Je- I'm, you know what? I'm all for the Chester Cheetah idea, though. Mikey from Life Serial. <laughs> the child? Yes. <laughs> he talks, doesn't he? He does talk. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. The Hershey kisses from that We Wish You a Merry Christmas ad. Uh, I'm drawing a line on that one. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired and this one's weird. <laughs> you can start pulling some weight here, Chief. Uh, I was, I was going to say Willy Wonka. I don't think of him as being a food mascot, interestingly. Like, I get where you do, but mm-hmm. it just, it wouldn't have occurred to me. Because in my mind, he's a book character. Right, I mean, you have Wonka candy right here. I think we need the big star, so I'm, I was going to say Fred Flintstone. Is he a food mascot, really? Yeah, Fruity Pebbles. Bonnie, my pebbles! I feel like more kids know that from the commercial than they know who Fred Flintstone is. <laughs> Fine. He's, he's, he's the old guy that's on the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and he's a comedian, you know. I was trying to think of a woman. Well, you got Wendy. We didn't have Wendy. I'm listing women. For a dollar, name a woman. I was going to say, okay, Mitt Romney with your binders <laughs> full of women. Uh... You could have... Uh, I mean, Dolly Parton's on the box of cake mix now. Oh. <laughs> I-, I was going to say uh, Betty Crocker. Yeah. Um, there's got to be more females. The, uh, the Oh, the green M&M. Oh my God, the controversial green M&M. Yeah, yeah. It's part of her comeback tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so 100% the green M&M. Chester Cheetah, the Green M&M, the Burger King, Willy Wonka. Do we not have no? Um, um, Fred Flintstone? And Fred Flintstone. Yeah, that's it. There it is. All right. Dunzo. That's all it for the uh, suggestions. Thank you to our patrons for sending those out. This has been an episode of Tune Out. A replacement podcast during the strike. Support unions. Yeah, sorry that went off the rails toward the end. Uh, I'm, I'm really tired. That's fine. Where can people find us? You can email us at the Stay Doomed Show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed. And if you want to talk to me about your favorite Taskmaster casting, I'm at Plus Two Comedy on X. 
If you just want to talk about Muppets, because that's just most of what I want to do. I'm at Priorities on Twitter or whatever, and I'm glitter and glow tape everywhere else. Until next time. Tune, tune out. out. I, I don't know that we should tell people. Bleh. Well, the show's over, so tuning out is appropriate.